Hello and welcome back. It's episode three of the podcast. I'm here with Isaac once again. Hello there. Um, we'll start with a bit of a news roundup. What have you got for us, Isaac? Uh, I have this week that, unfortunately, COVID has returned to the top 10 causes of death in the United Kingdom. After last month being July, it was number 26 on the most common cases of death. But now it's back up to number nine, which isn't good. Big increase. A big increase back from yeah. position 26. Um, is that due to, I assume death's gone up then? Um, other than other I ones don't... dropping. I don't know if total deaths have gone up. I presume total deaths have gone up, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you'd have to imagine so. But I assume they've gone up at a bigger rate than others. It's not all the others have dropped down. Yeah, no, I doubt I doubt people have stopped dying of heart disease and dementia, which are the other two main causes. I've got a bit of interesting news, which is a little bit different. Reported by The Sun, so, you know, very, very reliable. Could be complete bollocks. Nah, mate, factual. There's ape heartbreak, is the top line. The zoo bans woman who loves chimps from visits after she and ape would blow kisses to each other on a weekly basis. That's weird. That's, that's very weird. No, you see, I disagree. <laughs> this, is, this is normal. All right, all right. Back it for me then. Give me the rundown of how that's a normal occurrence. I can't make it sound normal, but, you know, people, free liberty, you know, do what you like. Nah. So that's, Azu has banned a woman who loves one of his chimps after she and the ape would blow kisses and wave to each other during weekly visits. Fuck. She was visiting a 38-year-old chimpanzee every week at a zoo in Belgium. Devastated after the zoo has banned her, the unlikely friendship has caused problems. And the social, uh, basically the ape is now not socialising with other primates. And I assume they need to for reproduction. She's, she's ruined this ape's biological function by blowing him kisses every week. I love that animal and he loves me. I haven't got anything else. Why would they want to take that away? That's grim. That's so weird. Like, I can understand people getting attached to animals that they look after, but she's just a random woman with a random gorilla in this zoo. Ape, whatever it is. She's loved that ape. I mean... <laughs> I don't know why, but... Obviously... We've gone from the woman with the llama last week to the woman with the ape this week. Yeah. Mate, animals are where it's at. I'm telling you for the news. That's... That interestingly i don't think there can't be that many animal-based stories every week surely i mean we had the alpaca last week that's what it was an alpaca not a llama my is, apologies is geronimo how is geronimo doing i haven't checked i haven't seen him on my news feed so i don't know if he's dead yet or what i did say that the uk has ordered 35 million more pfizer vaccine doses though which um, means that nothing so far on geronimo nothing on geronimo that's sad nothing changed so far ITV News have said he's tested twice positive for bovine tuberculosis. That was two weeks ago, but they posted it 58 minutes ago on Twitter. Thanks, guys. But yeah, the UK's ordered more vaccine doses, which means that everyone's going to be able to get vaccinated now. I know a lot of people have gone in and got their first dose, yeah, which is really I've got good. Mine. Yeah, I already have two doses. But there is going to be a third booster dose, I think, for people that are at risk, older people and people with heart conditions. Will I be dose? boosted to two? I assume I will. Yeah, most people get two. I think the people that get three are only the people that are in need of it. Yeah, but I got one. I was only I was told I only need one. But I oh, really? It will be pushed up to two. I presume so. Yeah, I thought everyone had to get two. Yeah, no, I I did, but apparently not. It's weird. Very strange. I don't know what changed in that then. Yeah. Also, this week, or will it be this week? Well, in the last seven days, I don't know if it would have been this exact week. 
but Sean Locke died at age 58 from uh, cancer. Yeah, I saw that. Was, Very it sad. wasn't like, open to the public. People didn't really know about it. I was completely in the dark about the fact he had it. So his death came as a shock and uh, very, very sad. Because yeah. Sean Locke is a brilliant comedian. He was a brilliant comedian. Many people know well for his brilliant jokes about Piers Morgan. And Theresa May. Yeah, as well. Carrot the Box. Yeah, some cracking, cracking comedy there. Carrot in a Box was top tier out of time. Cats does count down. That was a top tier moment. It'll never be the same again. Sad times. I don't know how they're going to do that show. Are they going to carry on the show without him now? You have to assume so, but Get a to different some extent, team leader in. they can't. They almost can't replace him. Yeah, exactly. So I think it'll obviously it won't be called Seven Out of Nine Cats, but you know it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> you know that would be a bit harsh. <laughs> I'll be interested to see if they get a different team hosting for the rest of the seasons, or if they carry on at all. I don't see why they wouldn't. Jimmy Carr will be out of a job. Yeah, Jimmy Carr's, he's on the ropes. <laughs> he's a lovely man, I'm sure he'll find stuff to do. Right, well. As this is my episode, I've decided to come up with some hypothetical questions to ask of you, and we can discuss of what we do. Okay, yeah, fire away. The first one. You can go back in time and uninvent anything. What and why? Uninvent anything. Right, well, you, you've already seen the question, so I think you should probably go first here. Give yeah, me I'll, some time to think at least. I mean, I'm just going to throw a few, a few ideas at you because I haven't thought about them because I don't want to think about them prior to the podcast because, you know, best to discuss all the ideas when we can. Of course. There's obviously big changes in technology which some people don't like some people aren't a fan of phones or the internet so so i feel like some people would say that i wouldn't personally that's because i live with them so i don't think a lot of people terrible. would say phones in i think general. a lot of the older population might I, don't, I think a lot of the older population quite like it just not like in general as a all of the stuff they can do maybe delete some of the ad tracking and stuff like that yeah maybe uninvent cookies that would be quite good that way the internet doesn't know who you are and it's just a tool to be used because say big shout twitter oh well i love twitter how can you hate twitter facebook facebook could go facebook can go no one uses facebook exactly whoever does use facebook honestly stop please get some help but for things to uninvent it's it's a strange thing because that doesn't mean it won't be invented in the future is kind of what i'm thinking like it just stops it being invented at that time I think there's just a lot of things that if if i think it should be uninvented i just don't have it so i can't think of it i don't think there's anything i'm so opposed to that i think it should be uninvented also anything that i can the i mean you can always think that practices can be uninvented like slavery but you can't really uninvent slavery as a whole nah, you can uninvent the practice of it but someone eventually then would do it eventually in some way yeah that's very true so i kind of feel like the question Will contradict itself eventually because yeah that's true if you if it could say you could uninvent anything and it would never be invented then yeah then you, you gotta go with, with something things. dark yeah you gotta go yeah. with some properly bad things yeah you gotta go with something that's not so positive but in the sort of uninvent anything is in something i just could do without or don't really enjoy i mean there, there might be a few things on there but from more of a casual standpoint, 
I am struggling to kind of... I think a lot of Netflix shows could be uninvented. A lot on Netflix could be uninvented. Netflix originals. Get them gone. No one likes Netflix originals. 13 Reasons Why. Ben. That's true. <laughs> 13 Reasons Why are. could be uninvented. If I could uninvent anything, it would be 13 Reasons Why. Second one, because first one, we're trying to come up with anything. You could opt to be born at another time. When would you be born? Oof. I reckon literally maybe five, ten years earlier is probably when I would have liked to have been born. I probably would I don't have agreed. Think, I, feel I don't like think I'm... going very far back isn't the best. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm in almost in the wrong generation. I feel like I should be a bit further back. Mm. I mean, I don't mind our generation. Uh, uh, there will be worse, I'm sure. I wouldn't want to be born five years later. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That. I think we're born in a pretty nice area, if not slightly late for the for the millennium. I would have liked to have. I would have liked to have seen the turn of the millennium. Oh yeah, but what age would you want to be for the turn of the millennium? That's the thing. That's true. If you're about ten, then you're thirty now, and yeah. that's pretty old. Whereas, like, the best time to experience the millennium is probably about the age we are now. But that would make us like, yeah, what twenty six, twenty seven. Thirty-eight. Oh, okay. I, I, I've just, I've just, I've been... yeah, yeah. yeah ten years maths. behind. Maths. What can I say? <laughs> Why not do it A level? Oh, haha. love, love maths. Oh, I'm sure you do. The best subject to do. Next one. I mean, kind of follows on to it. If you could time travel, would you go forwards or backwards? Forwards, I think. I mean, obviously, I think it'd be interesting to do both, but we don't know what's coming, whereas we do know what's been. You could go somewhere cool nuclear apocalypse could happen never know could could be tomorrow that's very true i mean going backwards you at least get to know where you're going if you get to choose guys you can choose you can choose a cool event also if you if you went backward in time you could invent something that hadn't been invented as far you could change the course of history i suppose you could i don't know if you'd want to i don't know if that leads to it that's a paradox then and then you're then you're fucked would it lead to something that would then be a negative? You wouldn't know. That'd be a difficult one to kind of suss out. Probably best to try and leave it as oh, it yeah, is. Oh, yeah, no, I'd say so. Uh, next one. Which event would you go back to witness if you were to go back in time? Oof, which event? I'd like, yeah, to, I'd see... like to see the Millennium, but it doesn't feel far enough back for do something interesting. It's like you go back to see the Romans. Yeah, I think I'd like to see Ancient Greece. Ancient That'd Greece be would be cool. pretty cool. I'd almost just like to go back to when... It was really, really simple, as in they didn't have any form of technology or anything. Just see how it works, see what they do. Yeah, that's very true. You kind of feel like you have to go to one momentous occasion. And yeah. for that, I mean, Millennium is one. I know it's not a good time, but it would be, I think, because we, we haven't witnessed World War. We've learned about yeah. Germany a lot, but like under Hitler, that was like insane. And so almost like yeah. to go back and just see how it really was here like because we've studied it we both studied it at gcse but it's always been oh that was then this is now completely different like it almost feels like it wasn't in the same world yeah that's an interesting point some of the things we learn about it would be interesting to put them into perspective to go back and see what it was actually like although i don't know if it would be the most pleasant experience in the world it would be very educational but yeah morally challenging i think if you sold your soul to the devil what would you sell it for and i've defined selling your soul to the devil as to gain wealth success power etc by doing something bad or dishonest i think just 
guaranteed kind of affluence and guaranteed happiness would be pretty good it's just a base i can't think of, like i don't i don't think i'd want to do something that's like not gonna last very long like fame i wouldn't want to sell my soul to become famous because there's a lot that comes with that negatively but selling your soul to just have a constant stream of money and maybe a constant stream of happiness would be nice because if you can just be successful that's half of what you need because i think success branches into happiness if you're successful you're normally sort of almost winning at life which would also be that's a moral debate which would also make you happy i find i think success is broadly speaking it encapsulates like wealth power and happiness if you're successful yeah i think a lot of successful people would tell you that they're not happy just because they're successful that's an interesting point i reckon i reckon a lot because you see a lot of celebrities that have a lot of mental health issue problems and rely on drugs and alcohol but would they call themselves successful because in their minds have they succeeded at life oh i suppose not i haven't succeeded in being happy if you're if you think you are successful truly then i think you'd be happy but if you're successful by society standards you might not be happy yeah that's fair enough so yeah i think success would be a strong choice there over just wealth or power next one what would you do if you had the divine right to rule for a day it was if you were like prime minister but i decided divine right to rule was better because then you get a staple rule, rule the planet or just the country where we live uh one one of each one of each okay i think if you ruled just england or just the united kingdom i think it would be best to do something really really boring like change less legislature yeah. something like that something that's going to benefit people in the future and now that's just like a something that i suppose as a person in society just seems like something no-brainer if you've only got power for a day you're going to try and make as many changes that are going to benefit more people easily but then i suppose that's quite a lot of drawbacks if it doesn't work long term yeah i'm just trying to sort of think of what people would say so generally i think if you had the chance to make something illegal no no if you made a chance to make something legal a lot of people would go for some drugs now yeah that's very true that's very true uh dissolvement of the lords some people probably say that mm-hmm. divine right to rule i mean you could go for I'd change the part change the parliament system change how the majority yeah. in in governmental elections work because at the moment, for the last 20-odd years, we've had a left-sided majority, but because there's only one right-sided party, really, the Tory yeah, party, two-party system they, always, well. they get it voted. It doesn't work well. Yeah. But there's been referendums on it, and it's difficult, because when you have a referendum on should you change the voting system, and people, and people say, no, we don't want to change it, then what do you do? Is it because they don't want to change the voting system, or they don't like the voting system you proposed? Probably because you haven't held the referendum very well, and given them one option. Well, I said I think it's mainly because the people that enjoy the voting system are the people that are voting the people in that are then saying, do we change our vote? And they're going, no, of course we don't. Why do we want to change the vote? We like it. We're winning. Winning's good. We like winning. Exactly. So why would you change when you're winning all the time? I think if I was in charge of the entire planet for a day, I'd do something like make it the in the law to be climate positive and to have... um. And that positive global footprint. I think that's always a good one. for every country, for every person. I think it has. You have to have a positive footprint so that we gradually recover 
but the world, the climate emergency that we are yeah. in, because they are in a hell of an oh, emergency definitely. at the moment. But how would you enforce that, just sort of on a wider basis? I think just if I think you just have to ban a lot of large productions, like the production, the production of meat. Yeah, you got the methane gas, haven't you? I'm drawing a lot of the climate emergency because there are renewable ways to produce meat, and I think there are companies that are doing that, and maybe give them the resources yeah, they need to take over the market them. and yeah, make it completely renewable that way, and that and then. Get rid of the countries, the companies in the countries that aren't being renewable with their practices. Yeah, I almost feel like they're going about it the wrong way with the climate emergency because obviously cars, um, you can't buy petrol or diesel cars past 2030, which is kind of fair enough. But if you look at what other stuff's doing there, like... It's a little bit too late as well. It's a bit too late for it. And it also, as someone who enjoys cars, it is a little bit sad. But the thing is, it's just going to push me to drive older cars which are less efficient because obviously I like classic cars, which can make me more inclined to drive them because all the new cars, you know, they're, they're electric. So I kind of feel like, yeah, on paper, it's a good policy, but I feel like it will just make people drive more inefficient cars and then use up all, all the uh, fossil fuels from around the world. Yeah. That's an interesting point. A lot of things, if you get rid of them in law for it to be on the bad ways of doing it, people are going to do it. Yeah, you got to look at like economic effects of it. You got black markets and stuff like that. Yeah, and then it becomes a lot harder to regulate anyway, which is never good. Yeah, I mean, as we were saying, for the divine right to rule, I'd probably put that on a national wide as well as an international wide scale. So even if it was like for rule in the country, I'd say that all businesses have to be positive, or like you'll be taxed higher on the pollution that you put out. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely higher taxes for if. You're not being environmentally friendly. I think that's a good point. Even though a lot of companies dodge their taxes anyway. Yeah, but hopefully we can. Uh, well, if we had divine right to rule, I think we could put that in place. Sorted. We could always do that. Simple. Next one. Forget who you are, or forget who everyone else is. I'd rather forget who I am. That one's not. That one's not that bad for me. I don't think. Because I think if I if I think, I think if you forget who you are. You can at least remember who you were close to and they can give you a good picture of who you were and at least you have your friends still and you're not completely lost because if you forget who everyone else is you're gonna you don't know if you're gonna meet your same friends that you had before whether that's for better or for worse i think i'd rather have all of my friends but not know who i am you also don't know who your friends are in that extent so you like i got on the train to school i was like, I'd be like well let's, let's, go, let's go to school alex would try and say hi to me i'll be like who's that yeah exactly. but if, i think if i forgot who i am i'd have enough people to sort of tell me who i am almost but yeah you'd have you'd have enough people that you could get back to pretty much where you were you probably have a slight change in personality I'm but about like, how would i define who i am like defining who you are God, that's a deep that's a deep question it is a deep question but it's a strange <laughs> one because i'm like obviously you're shaped by experience yeah you're defined who you are by yeah. your friends your like relationships nature and your nurture. experiences so yeah it'd be very very difficult obviously to become who you are once again yeah, that's true. And maybe then your friends and the people you know wouldn't like you again. Yeah, especially if you're you're obviously going to change. Could yeah, be for better, could be for worse. But yeah, I think forgetting who you are is definitely the better choice. No, yeah, I think forgetting who you are, I I would hate to not know who anyone else is because it also is worse for them then, because it's like you've forgotten them, and that would really upset them. Even if I don't know who they are, I wouldn't like my friends to be kind of upset that I don't know yeah. who they are. Right. Go back five years or go forward five years in your own life? 
in my own life. Ooh. And this is permanently. This isn't C five years into the future. Permanently, yeah. C five years back, because you know what happened five years ago. But would you go back and relive it? Do I go do I go back five years with the knowledge I have now? I'd say no. I would say you go back and just relive it. If I go back five years with the knowledge, without the knowledge I have now, I'm just gonna do the same thing. That's just gonna be. But would you go forward and lose five years? Well, I mean, if, if I'm losing five years, am I literally doing a jump in time and having all of the knowledge I have now, or am I having my five years of life played out over that I'm five gonna say, years? Since we're not carrying then... knowledge to the one before, we won't be carrying knowledge to the one after. So you'd live your five years, but you just wouldn't actually live it. I just wouldn't actually live it. Well, I think that wouldn't be too bad. That would get the last year of A-levels, university, and then I'd just go into further life with... The knowledge from that, but not really remembering those years. I don't. I know it's like the glory years of your life. Yeah, uni's like, supposed to be like from, the best years from of your eighteen life. to early twenties. And that's yeah. kind of why I'm. I personally would go back five years because I'd rather relive and sort of because I, I I do kind of miss. It was a bit easier. I don't think I miss it. I don't think I'd want to do it again. But I think I'd rather do it again than miss the next five years. What year are we now? We're going into year 13, so we'd be going into year 8. Jesus, that doesn't feel like five years ago. No, exactly. I was thinking five years. I was thinking primary school. I was like, Jesus, what has happened? No, going into year 8, it would be. Which, oof. Year eight's a rough one. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I had, if I had the same knowledge. I'd probably do everything the same again, but it'd be interesting to see. I suppose I wouldn't know. But it'd be interesting to see if I did it differently and if it turned out completely differently. I, I want to do it if I could do it differently. Yeah, exactly. If I, if I could make the choice, like at moments where I kind of like, hmm, nah, I don't, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this instead. Yeah, no, I understand that. Then that would be my I'd, I'd do that without a doubt. But I think forward five years is, you know, you're missing out on uni. You are missing out on a lot forward five a years. A lot of partying. Yeah. Significant <laughs> amount of partying. That's true. Next one. If extra lives were a real thing, how would you get them? How would you get them? How would you get extra lives? Or how would you lives? use them? <laughs> how would you get them so how okay. do you think you would obtain extra lives in the world um maybe something kind of philosophical like if you save someone else's life yeah so like an eye for an eye life for a life sort yeah of. yeah like if you if you help someone that's in a really bad crisis you get an extra life as a kind of thank you from that i think that's the only way i can see it working fairly an interesting one but then i suppose if you're doing something like a massive charity event you're saving loads of people's lives and then you're practically immortal if you've saved a hundred thousand people you're living a hundred thousand lives but do you think it's more the physical you've actually physically stopped them dying that gives you like the physical ability to live again rather than all you raise some money you are reincarnated as someone else i think extra life is sort of like you, you evade death you evade death one that's fair enough but you evade certain death yeah i'm just trying to think of a few things here aside from saving someone else's life nothing really comes to mind yeah no i couldn't think that's only the way it would be fair but i think if you had extra lives if you could do something knowing that you would avoid certain death doing it what would you do oh to say like something stupid like you go bungee jumping with a rope <laughs> without a cord and you can avoid certain death i think you'd have to do something like just jump out of a plane just something really, really stupid that would be really exhilarating. Yeah, if you had an extra life, but you had to use it on that day, what would you do? What would be your go-to? Basically, if you had to kill yourself, <laughs> if you really had to, what would you do? 
you had to kill yourself but not die what would you do i think you've got to do an experience that no one else can do surely no one else can do and you've got to think about skydiving without a parachute yeah you've got to be able to do something no one else can do and survive so that you can just be like i'm the only person that's ever done this or try something mental and hope you survive well, you're going to survive, but yeah, if you do something mental and survive normally, exactly, then you're the first person to have ever done that, and that's really impressive. And if you die, you're just alive again. Like, that's true. Try skydiving without a parachute and try to survive. Well, there was that woman that got pushed out of, um, who got her parachute tampered with by her husband, wasn't there? Was that? And she felt, she felt an, a bizarre amount of feet from the air and landed in a haystack and lived. And then, and then he got arrested and sent to jail for attempted murder so i think you could skydive without a parachute from a certain height it's just also if you had one day you're not going to be able to parachute very quickly no like it takes it takes a lot of planning to get a parachuting experience i can imagine but i mean if it was by click of the fingers you knew what you want yeah yeah so you're walking in a forest and you find a black suitcase inside it it holds one million dollars and a piece of paper stained in blood with a single word don't would you take the suitcase home or would you leave it there I think, even though there's a really ominous message, can you just leave the ominous message where it is? But I didn't, didn't take the message, I just took the money. Take the money out of the suitcase and leave the suitcase. The question says, would you take the suitcase home or would you leave it? Oh, would you take the suitcase home? I'd leave the suitcase and take the money, but I, I assume that's kind of... I don't think that's the question. question. <laughs> I sadly not. I think I would. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I would. I don't believe in the paranormal enough to... Even if it's, even if it's not the paranormal. Like... That's true, even if it's just something shady. Still, you've got to think about who's done that and how can they see you? How have they come across a million dollars? And why are they willing to give it away to threaten someone, possibly? Yeah. Also, the single word don't could mean don't not take it or don't take it. <laughs> Wishful thinking. <laughs> don't leave it here. Please, don't leave so it here. If someone comes to you, just go, oh, I thought you meant don't not take it. My apologies. Can have it back. That's for sure. I think you've got to take it. Like, the risk of it being dangerous is enough for me to have a million dollars yeah because a million you could do so much with that if you were really a robot would you want to know i think so i think that'd be sick <laughs> i know that's meant to be like a oh my god i'm not a human i honestly i think i'd agree because i don't think it would really bother me that much i think it would bother me at the start but then i'd be like as long as my friends are fine and like i can still have yeah you're like you come to terms with it and you're just like yeah exactly <laughs> i feel fine now yeah sure i mean if this is how it feels i feel fine this is how I felt the entire time, and I feel the same now. Why would I not be just as happy as a robot? I've got my last one, which is a bit of a jokey one. But uh, If you could make it compulsory for players to drink alcohol before they play, what sport would be the funniest? I'm just going to run it through. So football, I think football would be interesting, but it would only be interesting because I think the, the, keeper, the keepers would be all over them. It, yeah, football would be a, a mare. I think rugby, rugby would be dangerous. Rugby would I be think. very, very dangerous. Rugby would be very dangerous with a bunch of rugby players drunk just attacking each other practically. Yeah, high tackles, red cards. It, very entertaining. Very entertaining. Possibly life-threatening. Yes, but we don't worry about that here, Isaac. Hypotheticals. Uh, the hypotheticals. Boxing. Course. I don't think that would go as well. Well, I suppose people are more aggressive when they're drunk, aren't they? So. Yeah, but I mean, it depends what level of drunk you get into. Of like, funny, piss drunk, or aggressive... I think funny piss drunk, it would be funny to watch them just kind of stumbling around and fighting. But I think if they're aggressively drunk, it wouldn't be the best environment for people watching. Or... I think golf would be good. 
golf would be very funny drunk golf would be incredibly difficult yeah but it would just be funny to watch tiger woods go to like apart from like a yard away just to win and he just misses he whacks out the driver slams yeah that would be true other sports other sports i mean something like swimming (laughs) just watch everyone die just watch everyone drown oh the tour de france the tour de triathlon would be be very interesting drunk you see someone just try and dive into the water, just headbutts the gravel floor. And just forget what section on, just headbutt a bike. Trying to run in the water. F1 could be very, very bad drunk. I think that's the one I wouldn't want to do drunk. That's horrific. Yeah. You see some of the crashes while everyone's completely sober and being as safe as they can. You wouldn't want to be going 300 miles an hour while drunk. Well, because your reaction time's bad when you're drunk, isn't it? You wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to drive. I think darts while drunk would be funny, purely because the entire crowd's pissed, so if the players were pissed as well, that'd be even better. Darts while drunk would be very funny, just people throwing darts at each other by the end of it, I reckon. Yeah. What's the fun if you can't do that? That's what I do when we play normal darts. What's the point in aiming at the board when you can aim at your mate's forehead? Actually, no, we need someone to sort of uh, hold up the board, like, where their face is. And so, you know, if we do miss... Hit them in the torso. Give it a damage there. Hit him right in the heart. Ouch, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> Other games to play while drunk? I'm just trying to think. I don't think a lot of them... American football is just sort of the same as rugby for me. Yeah. Just don't I don't think good. a lot of sports would be very good drunk. A lot, a lot of them would just be a lot less fun to watch. Because yeah. everyone would just be worse. I think golf would be hilarious. Yeah. And also probably wouldn't be dangerous. Yeah, that's true. It's probably one of the least dangerous ones, even while drunk. I mean, they're hitting the ball hard, but like... No one's getting in the way. Yeah, if we were saying tipsy, I might go for football or rugby. Football or rugby or tipsy would be good. It's just kind of people making mistakes, and that's always funny. It is always funny. We do enjoy that. Well, I mean, that wraps up my hypotheticals. I think that wraps up the episode, yeah. That was a very rambly episode, but if you made it this far, thank you very much for listening.